Warning, Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing it goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No, why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this headboard is like really squeaky. I'm usually in the other bedroom. Stan's not here. I'm just doing this in the normal bed. It's a leather, well, fake leather headboard. It's the worst. And every time you go to fix your pillow, your like finger takes a ch- your fingernail takes like a chunk out of the like fake leather. <laughs> what? Yeah, because you know the way fake leather is like peely. The way it peels. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's not yeah. like real leather. Like real leather wouldn't peel like that. Uh, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking Twining's uh, salted caramel green tea. The, <gasps> the one I bought you. That you got me. Yeah. There's Ooh. still loads left. Dan's been drinking them as well, and there's still loads. You're welcome. Because um, I think you got like five, <laughs> five packets. That's what it was on Amazon. It was like five boxes of tea and that was it you couldn't order one box I actually five went this morning to order more Zara got me um puka vanilla chai if you haven't tried it it's <gasps> unbelievable that sounds good Mariam it's like it's like mm-hmm. a dessert like I have it oh. every night and it's like my treat I look forward to it so much but I'm running low and I went on Amazon oh. and it was like four boxes and I was like I don't have room in my cupboard for four boxes. Too many salted caramels. Yeah, I know. I've already got like so much stock of so much tea in my uh, cupboard. So I'm going to like go to Holland Buyers and see can I pick up like one box. That's all I need. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking a Bloody Mary. You are not. Because I'm going out to out for a few drinks because the, the football's on. I'm going with the boys to watch the football. When you say drinks. football, what does that mean? Does that mean American football, soccer? Oh, God, no. Soccer. Soccer. Okay. The Euros? I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the boys are always in good mood when the football's on. So oh, yeah. I'll go out. A few and beers. Yeah. My, also, my me time is no me time. I've got a full face of makeup on. <laughs> oh, nice. So you've done Although your me time. my foundation... Yeah, so well, my foundation is a BBN CC cream. You so mix them, moisturizing in there. You mix them. What? What are they? I don't. It just says on it, it's no Novo Low or Novala. Oh yes, yeah, so, okay. Okay, so these are brands from out there. Yes, in Hong Kong, okay. in Korea. Okay, so there's is, no point because uh, like I'm never gonna be able to yeah. get them. So <laughs> you're never gonna get it. It's not for you, trials. Yeah, I what actually. Are you for your me time? I have this new favorite BB cream, but it's from America, uh-huh. and I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Like, I ordered it once off Amazon, and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. But now I can't get it again, and I was like, what have I done to myself? What about your me time? Um, I'm actually going to tint my eyebrows. It's sort of been uh, a bit overdue for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I use Color Sport. It's a 30 day brow tint. Do you, you don't have boots. You must miss that. No. Miss it? Yeah. Um, no, I, I was always more of a super drug girl. Yeah, see, than... I was as well. But there was some brands you couldn't get in Superdrug, so I always would go to boots as well. Uh, well, now I'm a Sephora girl. <laughs> yes, we don't <laughs> we don't have that, yeah. I would love Sephora. It's quite it's nice. I like it. 
Um, no, it's not a good idea, Maria. Because oh, see, I've got mints on my table. Every single time you're on the mint. So I, whenever I'm sitting down to record, I'm like, ooh, a mint. And it's just like, I can't talk and have a mint rolling around my yeah. mouth, clanging off my teeth. Anyway, yeah, so I was thinking of getting my uh, the microblading done whenever I get home. It's actually, yeah, it's like relatively affordable over here, I would say. Like, it's kind of worth how, it, how you know. How much did you say? How much what would how it much? be? I don't, mm. I don't know. I've never looked into it myself, but I, I'd probably say you're talking like 200. It can't be much more than that. Maybe it is like 400. Oh God, but it can't be that. I wouldn't say it would go as high cheap. as that. I'd no. For some reason too. Oh, okay. So now bear in mind, I live in Cork in the south of Ireland. So the cost of microblading is 300 euro. 257, so 250 or whatever. Yeah, so like I was going to say like 200. But yeah, it's not going to be like 60, 70 quid. And if it is, don't. No, don't oh, let that's them near your cheap. <laughs> like, you'd want to be a good couple of hundred. And yeah. And always like look at their previous work. and. But, yeah, but see, okay, have, have you tinted your eyebrows at home? I do sometimes. I put a little br- brown on. Because, like, Sometimes. I know people who, who just, like, jump straight into the microblading thing. And it's like they mm-hmm. didn't even, you know, pick up, like, that, I mean, that, that tint that I use. Like, you can get it on Amazon or you can get it in Boots. I mean, it's probably, like, I've seen it as low as, like, 12 quid. So mm-hmm. it's like, and then it really does help fill them in. And when they fill in, it's like they grow more and you don't pick at them as much or whatever. And... I don't know I just feel like I just find it really bizarre because some people just like jump straight into the microblade and it's like they haven't even done those little at-home treatments that can actually make a big improvement yeah I guess it's just because I don't have time here I don't tint my eyebrows that often well that's why I like that color sport one because it's really quick and there's other ones there's ones where you don't have to mix the formulas now um which is good. But yeah, if you want to save a bit of time, obviously the microblading. Because I, cause I go to yoga, like, and I don't wear makeup in yoga, so, like, my eyebrows are just, like, looking... Because i got no eyebrows on, my eyes look, like, super wide, super far apart, like, they're trying to escape. <laughs> trying to escape <laughs> like, your head. I also... Right? They're like, though, I look like fucking, what's his name from the Goonies? Like, hey, you guys, my eyes no, are, oh, like... You did not just say that. This was... <laughs> unflattering thing you've ever said about yourself what was his name sloth something like that that was really mean that they called him that um i know i think it would work for you especially i know what you're saying with the yoga because i don't wear makeup but it's just like i still want to look kind of oh there's nothing worse than like feeling like your brows look all gappy and fucking look like a peanut or something just (laughs) smooth (laughs) like a peanut well, now you can go. look like a hairy peanut when you get your microblading done. I'm a hairy, It'll be great. fluffy, tattooed, eyebrowed peanut face. It's going to be hot. Okay, let's start. Oh, Tres, you know it's Pride Month. I do, I do. Are you doing a, 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 pri- a Pride-related case? Yeah, it's Pride Month, so thought I would do a gay case. Um, I don't know how. Queer case? Uh, <laughs> queer case. I'm sure a the word queer is okay. Phobic Americans use it. It's not used fondly. I've seen it over here on Ireland. my posters and things. 
but maybe you have to be part yeah. of the community to use that word. I'm not so sure, but I think everybody. Remember, knows I was that. younger. I remember it was like a, it was like a slur. Oh yes. yeah, but I don't think anymore. So I thought that we should oh, that's a nice delve idea. into. Sorry, that's a nice idea. I hope that it's not someone from that community having an awful time. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Okay, so get ready. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I suppose this is what we do. Uh, we're we're in deep now. Okay. So, thirty-three-year-old Charles Self was an English-born, Scottish-raised, and Irish resident. Okay. He was born in England, raised in Scotland, mm-hmm. and now he's living. Mm-hmm. And at the time of this, he's mm-hmm. living in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Charles was well-traveled. He was active and well-liked in the Dublin social scene. And he was described by friends as having a very bubbly, fun, outgoing personality. Charles was living in Dublin and was working as a very talented TV set designer. Oh, fun. Oh, and we're in in the early 1980s. Okay. Yeah, so we're in the 80s. Sorry, I forgot to mention that up top. He had designed the Late Late Show studio set as well as the Twinks Christmas special set. I have no idea no what that idea. is. No idea. Twinks? I don't, I don't know what that is. His sets were noticed and admired at the, time this, at the time this case takes place. He was employed full-time by RTE and on January 20th, 1932, he received a much appreciated pay rise. So, on the 20th, he was thrilled with his promotion, so he went to his regular pub for a celebratory lunch and a quick pint. The Bailey on Duke Street was a local, was a popular in the gay community at the time, during a time that homosexuality was illegal. Cray. Charles has his lunch with his friend Bill uh, in the Bailey and they go back to work at 2.50pm. After finishing work at RTE, Charles stopped in at the old Bailey again and then visited a few of his local favourites and the secret gay bars in Dublin. At the end of the night, he grabbed a taxi home and he was sharing the taxi with a fair-haired man. Mm-hmm. They had grabbed the taxi around midnight and according to the taxi men, the two men were getting frisky in the back seat mm-hmm. and he dropped them off at Charles' house at 12.40. Almost every night when he came home, Charles would listen to music or would watch music videos. He often opened a bottle of wine, sometimes falling asleep on the sofa. However, that did not happen this night. At 9am the next day, January 21st, Charles's body was found at the bottom of the stairs. The living room was in disarray. Charles had been viciously murdered. He had been stabbed in the back 14 times with an 8-inch kitchen knife. How, how, how many inch? Eight inch kitchen knife. Ooh. Fourteen times. Fourteen. Something horrible about being stabbed in the back as well. Yes, because he's definitely trying to flee. He's trying yeah. to get away. Or he didn't see mm. it coming, you know. It's mm-hmm. behind your back. It's horrible. Some of the wounds went right through Charles and out the other Stop. side. Stop. Must have been a skinny boy. I feel like I'm wider than eight inches. <laughs> I've never measured my depth, but lucky for some, he's so thin. I don't think eight inches isn't that much. Right? I don't know. It's not. I've never thought about it. Jeez, Louise. I don't, how are you meant to measure that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm What's like got my finger on my tummy and on my back. 
Yeah, how can they measure it? Mm, I suppose we're not actually that. Yeah, not. We are kind of flat as like animals, if you think about it. (laughs) Poor Charles. His neck had also been slashed three times. Ah, jeekers. There was a ligature around his neck with the other end tied to a chair. Oh. The coroner noted that it would seem impossible that someone would sleep through such a brutal murder. Why did they even think he slept with the neighbours? So the neighbours, whenever they were questioned, they said, yeah, we heard screaming. Oh, okay. Great neighbours. Yeah. Uh, People don't always call the police, though. Maybe they just thought it was someone having a fight or something, or someone drunk, or... Yeah. Although, don't... do murder screams not sound different? I would I have no idea what like a murder scream sounds like. Someone in pain is different than someone in a, you know, a fight, right? Because I've only I only know it from the movies, and they're just acting. I know. So who knows what that actually sounds like? But maybe with the ligature around his neck, maybe he couldn't even. He, he speak couldn't scream that much. Yeah, he couldn't scream that loudly. Yeah. yeah, maybe. But apparently, somebody did sleep through it. Bertie Tyler, who also worked for RTE as a designer was temporarily staying in the house that night at the same time. He was upstairs. There have been far too many cases where there's someone in another bedroom. What is that? Oh, I've heard loads of cases where it's like, there was some, like, what? Like, what? Someone could be in another room. I know, can you imagine? Like, I didn't hear them get murdered. Jeez, I wish I was a heavy sleeper like that. (laughs) That's crazy. It was Bertie, who was in his late 60s, who found Charles's body. When Bertie was coming down the stairs, he seen his friend and work colleague slumped against the front door. Oh, I know. Oh, what a scene, like, oh. Could you imagine? He quickly tried to call the police but couldn't get a dial tone, so he had to run to the neighbour's house to use their phone. Jeez, can't believe they had problems like that. Dial tone. What? I know, right? <laughs> well, like, as well... If you didn't pay your phone bill back then, you just didn't have a phone. You know yeah, what I mean? That's like what it was. You know what I mean? Like even if you don't pay your phone bill here, like you can still call nine one one nine nine nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your mobile, like, you mean? Yeah, on your phone, yeah, on your mobile, yeah. on your iPhone, you can still call nine nine nine. It'll still go through. Mm-hmm. But back then, if you didn't pay your phone bill, you wouldn't have a phone. And nine 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 wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. It's bonkers. When he was interviewed by the police, Bertie said that he heard absolutely no no commotion during Charles's very violent death. But he was awoken when a man came into Bertie's bedroom around two thirty. <laughs> yeah, Bertie, come on! What happened when he came in the room? He came into the room and said, "Oh, sorry, wrong room," and left. Shut. Oh. Yeah. He Bertie had a flipping lucky escape. Holy crap. Yeah. See, yeah. maybe this guy this could have been totally normal. Like maybe this guy had guys over. Like he sounds like a single dude. He's gonna have people over and I can know what you mean, like some guy walked into the bedroom. Yeah, that wouldn't be that, you know. But it's just bonkers that he seen the killer. Oh my god, did he see his face or like I suppose it was at night. It was at night, yeah. Mm. Yep, that's the next sentence. Okay. Bertie made a sketch of this man. Okay. And this was a drawing that became very controversial in the case. Oh. Along with an identikit photograph 
of a possible subject. What does that What does that mean? The identica is like all all the different like noses and eyes uh-huh. and mouths and chins and hairs and like they layer them all together. And they get into a, like more of a photograph a than than a sketch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd yeah. heard that word before, but in this I was like. Okay, so that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. They usually look really creepy. Do you remember the one? Don't they? For... They usually don't look like a face. Do you remember the one? Although that was more of a drawing in the Bergman case. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah, Peter Bergman. Or was that a photo? Yeah. It looked really creepy, whatever it was. Peter yeah. Bergman. A few days later, a service took place at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church, Black Rock, County Dublin. The church was full of friends and colleagues. Then, later the same day, Charles's body was flown to Glasgow, where the funeral took place. Back in Ireland, 30 detectives were put on the case. But it soon turned into a sort of gay witch hunt. Okay. Is 30 detectives sounds like a lot to you? It sounds like a lot to me. It sounds like a lot to me. Yeah. I I was Uh like, what? Maybe that's a typo. No. No? Right? Okay. I, sp- I speak truth, Trez. I know, I but know did that. you add an O on? Or like, <laughs> it's like a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. can they afford to put that many on one case? Like, how many detectives Spare are there? Spare no the expense. Maybe people were just really outraged with how, like, horrific the murder was. I think also he's probably, like, he works for RTE as well. Yeah, he was, like, like he an is- upstanding citizen and whatnot yeah detectives interviewed a large number of gay men as witnesses and suspects despite most of these men having absolutely no connection to the murder or to charles Hmm. detectives also particularly honed in on two gay sex workers harassing them giving making them do interviews over and over again by March, the gay community reported harassment to the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. When the Irish Times got wind of this, they reported in the paper, quote, Homosexuals complained that Garda have been demanding they agree to be fingerprinted, photographed and give statements. Many of these men were not openly gay, yet detectives repeatedly called to their homes and work. Which is very invasive if you're not out you know yeah they shouldn't have been calling to their work mm-hmm. that's very inconsiderate mm-hmm. obviously any other circumstances but the fact that they're not openly out and it was probably still illegal at this time right yes it was still illegal so, yeah so yeah. it's like some men also claim that the detectives were upsetting their families as the detectives forced the men to reveal their sexual orientation and details of their sex lives and whereabouts to their parents. What? Like, they were, like, bullying them, basically, because they're gay. Outing them? Yeah, outing them as well. A spokesperson for the Irish Council for Civil Liberties said that it was almost as if the police were trying to draw up a profile on gays in Dublin. Right? Sorry, who said that? The Council for Civil Liberties. The ones that the gay community complained to. Yeah, okay. In early April... In early April, the Irish Council for Civil Liberties and the gay community arranged a protest outside the Pearson Street Garda station over these harassments, as well as the police's failure and refusal to publicly issue the pictures that Bertie had drawn of the man in, in his bedroom. 
like they nobody knew what to this, publish them. Yeah, nobody knew what this guy was meant to look like. Do they ever? Do they ever give a reason why they wouldn't publish it? No, they're just like no. The police said, if some people are hurt in relation to our inquiries, then I'm sorry, but we must go on. So Charles's murder is left unsolved. No. <laughs> so are the whole lot of good that harassing people did. Right. The hell. But like someone has to know something. Like someone, like the taxi man. He he did he not get a good right. look at the fella or? Yeah. So it's still there's still people working on the case. Or about thirty years later, Alan Bailey, who is a retired detective in charge of the Garda Serious Crimes Review Team, so they look at like cold cases and stuff. Mm-hmm. In two thousand and nine, he presented a paper to the FBI in Virginia about the Charles Self case and in, in particular about what he believes were elements of the crime scene that were staged. Okay. Staged by the killer or Yeah. Okay. Alan Bailey believes that the crime scene was this crime scene the crime scene was staged to deflect or impede the investigation or to deflect it from the suspect to another person. Okay. See, Charles's body was found at the bottom of the stairs, close to the front door making it impossible to open the door, like, to get out. Uh-huh. Police assumed that the killer escaped through a small kitchen window. Mm-hmm. However, Alan pointed out that there was a plant on the windowsill, and if somebody hastily climbed out of a window, it would have moved or knocked over, or at least it would have spilled. Mm-hmm. But rather, Alan points out it was placed on the ground, neatly. The plant was. Yeah. Like it hadn't toppled over. I'm assuming it's got a narrow base. That's because he moved it out of the way to get out of the window. No? But if you've gotten out quickly, if you're like, shit, I gotta go. Alan also pointed out that there were pools of blood under the furniture. Weird. Mm-hmm. Did he move the furniture? to? Uh... Yes. They were like, why did the murderer move the furniture? So he like put the chairs back up so there was obviously a scuffle in the mm-hmm. living room and then he replaced the chairs. Yes, just like, why do any of this? Why would you do that? Yeah. He also pointed out the motive for the murder. This murder was overkill. Mm. Oh yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. It was most definitely not a robbery gone wrong. And he was saying that the thing is, is that the knife was the most opportune weapon in the house. Mm-hmm. Alan goes on to say that the police were wrong to interview the male sex workers as suspects. Instead, they should have been interviewed as witnesses and character witnesses. Mm-hmm. Police had it in their head that these rent boys killed Charles and then panicked and then fled out the back window. Mm-hmm. According to friends, Charles bringing home people was very infrequent. It was oh. not something he liked to to do. It Sorry, it was, it was infrequent. Infrequent, yeah. So when the person entered Bertie's room, that should have been alarm bells. That should have been a bit unusual. But then I suppose, look. If you do it, if you do it like once a month. Yeah, well, yeah. Is that frequent? I, do, I just want to say, that doesn't seem know. infrequent to me. I'm like, why are you all frequent? Old woman now. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I don't Yeah, I suppose, look, if it happens, you have a roommate, you don't really think much of it, do you? This is true, yeah. But I don't know how he could have slept through all of that. I don't know. Some people were saying because he's old. And it's just like, I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he's Late 60s 60, isn't that 60 old. isn't that old. It's not, that, it's not like he's, like, 90. Does he have hearing problems? Or, like, what? I don't know. I personally... But it's also, like, I think there would have been, like, motion. Like, surely he would have... Like, he would have been banging into walls Furniture well. moving, that's Furniture loud. Furniture moving. Like, that's loud. But chairs you also feel it vibrate. I, yeah. don't know. I don't know. Birdie died in December 1995, age 50. The sketch he made... Wait a minute, how can he... Yeah. No, he was 60 at the time. He can't die at age 50. Did I say 50? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Benjamin Button. What's Benjamin going Button. on? Bradley Pitts. 80, 80. <laughs> <laughs> Bertley Pitts okay. Bertley Bertie. the sketch he made after the murder has been has still remained unreleased say that one more time I don't know I, that was a weird sentence I, the sketch he made really... after the murder has been locked away ever since you're going to have to say a third it. time oh, you my me. squeaky headboard stop squeaking your headboard just stop doing it <laughs> the sketch he made after the murder has been in the shadows of the case for many years. Mm -hmm. Following Charles's death, there were several calls from gay activists to the Guardi to release the sketch and the identical photo they had. Mm -hmm. I wonder... But they were never released. Do they... Have there, have there been other cases where they won't release the sketch? I don't understand that why they don't release the sketch. I mean, like... Maybe is not... it they don't want the person to know that they're on to them? That's the only reason I can think of. And then they might flee. That's the only thing. But... They might flee anyway if you've killed somebody. Well, that's it. But... Yeah, you definitely have more of a chance of finding them if you put it out. I would have put it out. I believe But so. this can't be the only case that they didn't release the sketch. And if it is, that's clear discrimination. But it can't be the only case, you know? But what is the reason? The reason? What, what is, is the reason? reason? <laughs> However, the person that Birdie sketched didn't fit the description of the taxi drivers. He described okay, right. a fair-haired man. Mm -hmm. The man Birdie saw apparently apparently had dark curly hair. Hmm. And apparently when he spoke, he also had a British accent. Okay. Soon Charles's murder was overshadowed by the Malcolm MacArthur case which is the case of a local weirdo who decided to start robbing people because he spent his whole inheritance. And then one day it led to murder. He murdered a nurse and Chickers. then later murdered a farmer. Um, so... Oh, murdering all these good folk? What's going on? Oh, yeah. That sounds well, like an interesting case, case. Yes, that's why I'm mentioning it. I think oh, I'm going to cover psycho. this case. Sounds like he might have been a bit of a druggy kid. I, I want to look into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But actually, Malcolm MacArthur was also known in the gay scene in Dublin. And also, he was known to Charles. Charles knew him. Oh my God, do you think it was him? <gasps> Wait. Some have, okay, some okay. have pointed out that perhaps this is the dark, curly-haired man who came into Bertie's room at 2.30. Is that what he looked like, dark, curly hair? He's got dark, curly hair. Ah, uh, stop. Ooh. But was that his M.O., though? What were the other murders like? You see, they were more like opportune. Mm. Whereas this one is very personal. 
You see, why can't it be both? I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know I can, but he could have went there to rob. So apparently, but... this Malcolm MacArthur, he used to go to the Bailey as well, and they were like, "Why did you stop going to the Bailey?" And he's like, "Oh, it's not safe to go there ever since Charles was murdered." Okay, and it's just like, hmm, that's a bit suspicious. Okay, what if you know he knew Charles, went home with him to like mislead him for like sexy time, mm-hmm. and then. Robbed him, but it got out of control. But and was so, there a robbery? Not too sure. There might have been. I don't think you can always tell. Uh, well, did Maybe Charles have his, his wallet? cash lying around? Or <gasps> he did get promoted that day. Oh, he would have had a big fat check. I know, but ach, you don't get a check when you get a... Well, if you get a bonus, you get a check. But Back in those days, it was check. Mm, he might have had a good few hundred on, on him if he was going for a night out. It depends how yeah. much this... Malcolm guy was 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 stealing from people if a few hundred was enough for him or what or yeah it's a it's a fair enough theory is this is this only you or do other people think this it's sort of there is like a small collection of us okay. who think this us I love it uh-huh. <laughs> you their leader <laughs> I'm the leader you starting the Facebook page bring Malcolm justice MacArthur to justice and now there's one more weird twist. Almost exactly 14 years to the day, the RTE HR guy who had hired Charles Self. The RTE what guy, sorry? Uh, like human resources guy. Oh, the HR like the guy, guy. Okay. who like hired him. Uh-huh. Alpha O'Reilly left his home. Alpha. I know, that's what I was, I've never heard what of that name before. Alpha. It's pretty cool. Kind of sounds like Alpha the Clown though. Not sure about it. Like Harpo? I don't know. Or Groucho? Yeah, something about it. Okay, what did he do? Alpha O'Reilly, one day, he left his house, got in his car, drove away from Sandy Mount, and has never been seen again. Oh. Neither he nor his car have ever been found. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. This you is think the guy about it, like, him. imagine you work, you work in RTE. That's two of your colleagues that have like yeah. one's disappeared suspiciously the other is like murdered on salt like it i don't think that mm-hmm. shit happens very often so there must be a connection there it's too quinky dinky you think i don't know imagine two of your colleagues i know rt is a big organization and probably like hundreds of people working for it but pretty yeah. suspicious for that to happen i don't know are you there yes um no, sorry really? you take these <laughs> really long pause. <laughs> I obviously you're reading, but it's like, and you get like really awkward. Or maybe it's your internet. Maybe that's what it is. Is it? I don't know. It's got better now that Jaren's left. I think he was like downloading something and it freaked the internet out. How could you? How dare he? And that's the end. Of oh wait, the wait, wait, That's it. It's over. Oh no! I wasn't ready for that to be the end. That's the, yeah. That's oh, what? Yeah, man. That was not handled well. That what no. a shit show. Apparently, it's still under investigation. Uh, and it happened in eighty two, eighty three, eighty two. That's mad. Oh, madness! So sad. Could you imagine his friends and family? Like it wasn't even like they got close. You know, it wasn't. I was kind of suspicious of Bertie. Yeah, like, see him, like, see you? him. But then he sounds like yeah. this sweet man with a name like Bertie and he's 60 and you're like, oh, Bertie. Yeah. 
But also Birdie. But yeah. surely, like I'm just like, why would they not turn on Birdie right away? Mm. Like what you slept through that? Maybe because Birdie was me. straight, and they're like, oh, we'll leave him but, alone. <laughs> could be. I, who knows? If I, was, but so. like, if he, he didn't have any, he probably didn't have any injuries, and if it was a violent He'd attack, be covered in blood, living, you? he would. Yeah, he'd have he scratches. Would, yeah. He'd have bruises. Like, there's no way the murderer got out of that unharmed. Especially like the and if the you living did it, would you disaster. really go back to your bedroom like a psycho? Do you know? Yeah. Like, would you like, like? Oh, I'm exhausted. Well, to be honest, I have. There are people who have done that, but yeah, it's, yeah, they're it, usually it's, sick though. It just doing it in your own home with your own housemate just seems really like careless. Why would you do that? For Charles, shall we end it? We'll end it. Happy Pride, guys. Be safe out there. Happy Pride. Bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.